Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Thank you for tuning back again. This is your podcast, The Wild Marriage, where we give you godly principles according to the Word of God and life experience because we've been through it. Today, baby, we are going to talk about the silent treatment. I didn't even know that exists until I came to America, by the way. Yes, you but did it, because you was always silent to me sometimes. You get mad. Please, I cannot say quiet. <laughs> it's almost impossible for me to give yeah. you silent treatment. But, you know, we're going to talk about what is the pro and what is the con that we have, that we experience after 30 How many some years? years. How many years? <laughs> 33 years, giving the God the glory and to Him all the honor. But it's because of he, we apply His principles into our life, not because we got it together, but we just see what the Word of God says. And we apply it to our marriage, and it's guaranteed that it works. Right. And, you know, that that's one important thing. I mean, I don't think this can be reiterated enough that, you know, in marriage and in life, you know, to make things successful, you really don't do what you want to do all the time. Yes. You have a pattern, and you obey, and you fall in line with the Word of God because that's your life. And when you do that, you have no reason but to be successful. If you keep doing something on your own the way you want to do it all the time and, you know, you have no balance, you have no direction, or you keep falling short of what you want, mm -hmm. you know, apply the Word of God. Be consistent with that. You know, don't do those things that you want to do or do those things that you don't want to do according to the Word of God. God know best. God know best, you know, and we were just talking about, we don't do what we want. We do what is the right thing. Mm -hmm. If I do what I want, I will fail every time. But because God know best, I do according to what he say. And why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because I was going to say, well, you love me. I do. But and I didn't you, and, feel and, like and, loving and you, you all the time. Right. I didn't exactly. choose to love you all the time. Yes. Yes. But see, we had to. Because, you know, like I told you, that the first time I told uh, my Maria, you know, I said, hey, I have to forgive you because I ain't going to hell for nobody. I was so offended <laughs> by that. Mad. I was so offended. I'm like, really? And she gave me the silent treatment then. Yeah, I had to. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Let me pray mm -hmm. about this one because I don't even know how to answer that. But, you know, I love what the Word of God said, that the Word of God make the simple wise. Uh -huh. And, you know, I got mad when I was like, oh, thank you. I, we got married really young. You were yeah. 21, I was 18. So we didn't know nothing. But truly, we had so much faith on what God told us to do. Because no matter what, whether we we had the perfect outcome or not, I know I'm going to get blessed because I'm applying what God asked us to do. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the silent treatment. And it's biblical. Yeah. It is biblical. And if you you use it in the right kind of way. You will have success when it comes yeah. to argument. So let me, can I read that scripture first before we start? The Bible say in Proverbs, I didn't even let you answer. I'm going to answer you. I say yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs 10, verse 19 say, In the multitude of words, 
transgression is not lacked, but he who restrains his lip is prudent. So it's a sign, there are times that you have to take a step back and say, let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just be prudent. I'm not going to, like when you told me that, I like, I'm going to try Chop to see your heart. <laughs> yeah. Say, what well, I really want to do is smack him, but <laughs> I, wanna, I got self-control. I'm going to take in and try to see your heart. What were you saying, the things you were saying? Yeah. I, because to me, it was a great offense. Like, oh, well, I don't want to love her, but I guess I'm going to have to forgive her. Like, you didn't want to do it from your heart. Yes. I, you know and how you know, women it, it are. We been, want you to want to do it. <laughs> it could have been a little more graceful. You know, because it sort of kind of was not in the heat of kind an of argument, <laughs> but it we were we were talking about some things. It wasn't an argument, but I was. It was like, you know, something it could have been done. You know, with a little bit with a little more grace. Yeah. And I tell you, that's one thing. You know, that will you know cause a problem in a marriage if things are not seasoned right. Well, yeah, if you uh, don't but at the end of the grace. day, I had to choose: do I want to continue the argument? Or do I want to seek wisdom? Mm-hmm. So I took a pause instead of continue. Like, I can't believe you say something. Like, because that would be answer in my flesh as well. So what's yeah. the point mm-hmm. of that? So what I did, I took it in prayer. I said, well, God, what does he mean? And he told me about, you know, we're supposed to crucify the flesh. So maybe he don't feel like forgiving me. Mm-hmm. He don't feel like yeah. loving me. But he's not going to move by feeling. He's going to move by choice and that's what marriage is all about i choose to I love choose you honor choice. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. sometimes i do feel like like i always hear saying our feelings are great servant the horrible leaders mm-hmm. so we can eventually my feeling will line up with the, the choices that i have made but that's what was necessary for me to do the silent treatment i am not about to answer him right now because mm-hmm. i might say something i may yeah. regret or maybe i won't regret it but it will it will go damage even more the situation, the predicament that we yeah. were in. So it was necessary for me to be a wise person, right? But, you know, in all honesty, there is, you know, one point in time in marriages where feelings are very, very good. You always, we're not talking about sex, okay. Chris. Okay. This is a silent <laughs> treatment. This okay. is how to so. teach people how to argue and how we apply the Word of God and learn how to <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right, let's, let's get back at it. Yeah. Um, how about Proverbs 10, 19? Well, there's a Proverbs 10, 19. Oh, you want me to read that? A person... Well, I just read it. But yeah. Oh, yes, okay, no, I'm sorry. This, one, this, is a, this is good, because this one is the easy to read version, mm-hmm. and I tell you, it says it's so simple. Okay, the easy to read version is a person who talks too much gets, ooh, gets into trouble. A wise person learns to be quiet, you know? You don't always have to say something all the time. In <laughs> this, everything. And, and this is what we're talking about, the silent treatment. Sometimes people use it, where we're going to get into it in, in a later part, when they use it in a manipulative kind of way. Mm-hmm. But there are times when, you remember how our, uh, well, you younger generation, but no. <laughs> but how we used to say, if you don't have anything good to say about someone, don't say anything. Amen. If you don't have anything good to say at all, you know, it may be prudent just to keep your mouth shut, especially, you know, in the heat of an argument with your wife. Because that's what we're talking about here. The, our wild marriage, we're talking about, you know, marital uh, marital strengths and, and tools that you can put in your kit mm-hmm. bag to use to help you through. So it's not always bad to be quiet, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but both husband and wife 
male and female, you have to understand and you have to have rules of engagement in your marriage, you know, and you have to be able to respect each other when one of you gets to the point to where, you know what, I need to be quiet. Mm -hmm. I need to shut my mouth before I say something that's going to hurt, harm, or that I'm going to regret. And the Bible does say we're going to be held accountable for every word. So don't take your word very lightly. Right. You have mm -hmm. created power in your Words lips. are powerful, yes. Yeah, we are creating power. We are creating God's image. You can create a, a great future or you can destroy the future before it will come. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I love what the Word of God says in Proverbs 11, 12. And I, I, I Gaining apply. respect. Gaining respect, mm -hmm. baby. Gaining respect. It says, stupid people say bad things about their neighbor. Wise people know how to be quiet. And, you know, throughout this Throughout this series here, this session here, there's going to be a lot about being quiet because we're talking about the silent treatment. Mm -hmm. But we want you to understand, please understand, sometimes it is good. Sometimes the silent treatment is good. We have to take that into consideration that you don't all, I don't always have to get the last word in. Sometimes my last mm -hmm. word is in my mind, shut up before you damage or destroy what you're trying to uh, uh, um, um reconcile you know the silent treatment doesn't mean i ignore you mm -hmm. you know this is something i i we live by this i do this so often because i, I used to be a person who had an opinion about everything i used to be the person who couldn't shut up and i always talked i was that person that's what it sounded like too <laughs> so i had to ask god and god say well if you believe my word, because mm -hmm. you have self-control, just, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start acting like who I already am, the create, new recreated being that's inside of me. The silent treatment doesn't mean I'm going to ignore you, act like you're not even in the room. Yeah, that's the that's, silent that's, treatment that's, key. Is, that's key. You know, it's like, treat you with respect and honor. I am upset. Mm -hmm. But hey, babe, you want something to eat? Okay, how was that? Was that good? It means that... and. Not talking about the issue that takes, it's going to get all heated up into an argument. And then say, hey, babe, I'm going to be in the room. I'm going to pray for a little bit, you know, or I'm going to go read. You know, I and do then, that a man, lot. don't go chasing her down. We're going to finish this, you know. If you need, if that's you need, not going to finish it at all <laughs> if that's what you're seeking because it's going to add take a more. break to go read and pray. And, you know, you're trying to get something done yourself. Yeah. And then if I run behind you because I just have to get the last word in, then that's way wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. That That is way wrong. You know, in the silent treatment, we need to understand that time is right. The word so in Ecclesiastes, there's a time to be silenced and a time to speak. Ecclesiastes 3, 7. Mm -hmm. This is so practical thing discern the timing do we keep talking about this well let me tell you one simple thing what make you what can help you to choose or discern should you keep talking about this every time you talk about the subject does it turn into an argument every time you turn into you know try to talk about the same subject does it affect the way you treat each other well it's mm -hmm. time to do the silent treatment, let yeah. it go. Don't talk about it no more. And then, you and know, seek some wisdom. A, mm -hmm. An important thing about that is if that always comes up and it's always argument, then each of you or one of you or both <laughs> mm, has a problem with the unresolved issue dealing with that topic. Yeah. So the thing is, 
not talking about it. The thing is having enough wisdom to discuss and get to the root of the problem that why do I always get agitated when this thing comes up? Well, the silent treatment is supposed to be, yes, we are not talking about this, but I'm seeking wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking wisdom. Sometimes it be practical in education because sometimes we act like we know it all. It may be something that, oh, you want to, I remember a time when you wanted to be in a certain type of car, I was saying. I don't know. <laughs> and I was totally against it because I thought it was too expensive, going to cost a lot of money. So I was just. Now I got it. Yeah. So I was just talking about a, f- a fear they will mm-hmm. be too expensive and what I hear other people say yeah. instead of doing some homework about it, mm-hmm. you know. So I, the, th- the silent thing is supposed to be, okay, you're not talking about it, but maybe your spouse is right. Maybe. I was. We got it too. Once after 10, you know, whatever. <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> Once hey, in a while. When I'm right, well, she sure knows it. Yeah, but um, we, I noticed but the, the key is there's a purpose yeah. to do the silent treatment. There's a purpose, and it's to seek wisdom, to seek prayer, and to seek counseling, and then get back to it. And sometimes you're probably going to have to get back to a couple of times until the thing is resolved. Yeah. But you start still living on, you know, keep talking to each other in a respectful matter. Don't go into deep conversation because you know it's going to flirt up. Somebody got to be the wise person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and, somebody and will poke the bear, but you say, no, I'm not going to go there with you. We talk about it later. Exactly. And, you know, this is not, understand, we're not telling you the silent treatment is good as a way to just gloss over or cover something up and, and, and leave it unresolved. No, the silent treatment is for a particular season, so to speak, a time mm-hmm. to where both of you can take a step back, go and regroup and, you know, gather your thoughts. Like you said, uh, yeah. um, you're going to pray. You're going to get this counsel, get the counsel from the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit lead you, guide you, which is what he does. You know, God sent the Holy Spirit to be our teacher and our guide. And when we side in with him and allow uh, Holy Spirit for him to move in our lives, then we get true wisdom and guidance and understanding. Mm-hmm. So now with that, let's transition over into the negative side mm-hmm. of the demonic you know, the, side, the silent treatment, the manipulative, mm-hmm. manipulated. Side. Yeah. So here in first, first I'll say when you, when you want to try to control your spouse mm-hmm. in first Thessalonians four six, it says, and that in this matter, no one should, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish those who commit such sins, you know, as we told you before, as we warned you before. So if you're trying to, you know, control them, you know, um, by the silent treatment, you know, if you're trying to, you know, use it as a punishment, oh, I, know, yeah, that's bad. Well, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you. And then in doing that, you're ignoring them to the point of, you know, frustration towards them. Because remember, in the silent treatment we talked about earlier is you take that time to step back and regroup. You're going to go pray. You're going to seek some wisdom and counsel from the Lord. In this one, this is a manipulation because you're not you're not doing any of that. You're just so frustrated mm-hmm. and you want to pay them. Like, well, I'm just not going to talk to you. And, you know, um, I'm just going to ignore you. We experienced at one point in our life, uh, this couple who was talking to us and used to drive the men, the men so upset 
because the woman would completely ignore him. Like he didn't even exist. Yeah. And said, woman, talk to me. I remember I'm like, that's wrong approach. She won't want to talk to you the way you're talking to her. However, in every situation, I look at it. Okay, what is my part? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not doing the right thing at the, at the time, but what is my part? As a Christian woman, how to mm-hmm. act, react? Yes, he's not talking to me appropriately. Yes, he's doing, but okay, but what is my part in the doing? Right. Because and the then, Bible says love is totally out of love. Love does not provoke. So whenever you do the silent treatment in the demonic aspect, being used by the devil, anger. You, I'm provoking you into anger because now I'm mm-hmm. ignoring you. Right. It's not, a, yeah, it's not and, a biblical way to do it. Right. And this ignoring that, you know, my Maria was just talking about is this person, this woman, you know, she would do it for hours and hours and, you know, days. And it's like, I mean, they'll go to bed and wake up and a new day and good morning. That's wrong. <laughs> That's witchcraft. That's, That's manipulation. You know, That's what Jezebel did. Mm-hmm, you right. know, manipulate the man to do exactly what I want him to do. When now you're no longer, um, you're not taking the place of the Holy Spirit. Because right. I want mm-hmm. you to feel bad for the way you're mm-hmm. treating me. Well, that will not be everlasting. Right. It's everlasting when you encounter the Holy Spirit and you have godly sorrow that lead you to repentance, that conviction. So we have to always make the decision, hmm, do I want to do this or do I want God to do this? Yes, and we should always come to that, you know, decision that we want God to do it because when we allow God to do it, it will always get fixed. And it's permanent. Um, it's yes, a change yes. of the mm-hmm. heart. It's, it's permanent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was so excited that, um, you know, we just had a wedding uh, the other weekend and there was yeah. there was another couple there they'd been married for 36 years and my parents you know praise God been married 65 years and you know there's been a lot of silent treatment going on <laughs> in those marriages as well but you see at the end of the day it goes without saying that they allowed God to move in and work their problems out for them and work through them to satisfy one another because there are folks who've been married for less time than that who just can't get by. And it's because of communication. It's it's a big thing. It's it's communication. So um we also have um First Corinthians thirteen, four through seven. That's a good one. You want me to read it? Yes, go ahead and read it. Okay. So love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist in its own way. Love is not irritable. It is not resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. And love hopes all things. And love endures all things. So I had to do a lot of enduring, you know, over the years, as my Maria had to do a lot of enduring with each other. You know, and then during that time of enduring, you know, it's stretching our faith. You know, it's giving us, you know, the capacity to go on because we're looking at, you know, the way we love. The flip side of that, the opposite of that is keeping wrong, keeping account of the wrong, you know, um, being angry, being resentful. That is bad in the part of the um, 
the Jezebel spirit kind of way, mm -hmm. you know, the um, using it as a punishment, <clears throat> excuse me, and manipulating your 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 husband or your wife into, you know, not doing not doing what you want them to do, but they're not doing what they want to do either mm -hmm. because there's no communication. Mm -hmm. If there's absolutely zero communication, how can anything get resolved? You know, when you read that also, and I do reiterate. Reiterate. Mm -hmm. In First Corinthians 13, when we hear all this thing about love and what the expression of love, the focus is how do I love my spouse? But the truth of the matter is this expression of love is the perfect kind of love, the agape love, and is how do I love my spouse in the way that I love to obey God? Mm -hmm. So in my motivation to love you this way is not, because of who you are, but because who God is in me. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, because if I do it like that, it's much easier to apply this type of love because the other kind of love is a selfish kind of love without even realizing that because the, if I love you this way, just like chapter 13 is, is so I can get something from you. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I love you this way, so I, I can honor give God. Give you something that I can honor God and I to, can give you I'm something. I'm loving you this way. Because it's my expression of love to God. Right. Not my expression of love to you. Yeah. Because if it's to you, I will find myself in a place like disrespect, discourage. Payback. I, and then I say, my love should have, I show you how much I love you and I'm not getting nothing in return. Mm -hmm. But if I do it the way God, it's just my expression of serving to God. Say, I am your child. I'm acting like you. I'm loving him because I love you. Right. And, and it, you know, when we focus, I'm sorry, but when ahead, we focus on it that way, you know, when we're truly aspiring to love, you know, well, me, when I'm truly aspiring to love my wife the best way I can, I'm thinking about my love and my glory and my faithfulness to God. Because, you know, in doing that, in loving my wife, you know, I'm selfish. You know, I want to please God. So by loving my wife, I'm pleasing God. And when I go do things, you know, um, you know, when I maybe get irritated or angry and, you know, may yell or something like that. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. I repent to my wife. You know, um, I repent to God for acting out of character of a man of God. So, you know, we're not saying that you're going to be perfect all the way through your life and you're never going to have an issue. What we're saying is when you apply the word of God, you know, he can handle all these issues. He can make everything, you know, right. Because mm -hmm. God will only do what we allow him to do. And when we allow him give the Holy Spirit access to full reign in our lives, we will absolutely reap the benefits of that. So now. That's the silent treatment. How do we yeah. apply? When is good? The pros and the cons, and and I hope they, you know, it resentment, resent in in your heart to apply it so it can produce. The word of God always produces something yes. in us. So even if it doesn't have the outcome that you expected, believe it. They, because you apply the word of God, your blessings come from the Lord right. and from him alone. Yes. So, um, you know, with that, um, really want to encourage you. We, we appreciate, you know, the input and the comments that we're receiving. Um, look us up on the uh, 
Facebook, Facebook Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, podcast. <laughs> share our podcast and look forward to more coming out from us um, l- later on. We're going to be uh, having a little bit, some, some changes. So, you know, good look, changes. so yes, good changes. So look forward to a, a new twist on what we're going to be giving you from our Wild Marriage podcast. And until the next time, you know, I pray that the favor of the Lord is upon you and that he confirms the work of your hands. We bless you. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.